Hey everyone, and welcome to the Sojourn College Podcast, where every week we engage in God's Word in a way that transforms us. I'm Ben, and I'm excited to just continue to dive into the Psalms with you all. Today we want to look at Psalm 100, uh, which is actually the only psalm that's specifically ascribed to giving thanks. So let's pray, and then I'll read the psalm aloud. God, thank you so much for this psalm. Thank you for your word. I pray now that it would not return empty or void, but that it would fulfill its promise of transforming us and letting us see the glory of Christ all the more. So I'm going to read Psalm 100 for us. Psalm 100, a psalm for giving thanks. Shout to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, and praise his name. For the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Thanks be to God. So I would say that that the summary statement of this psalm is this. When we see God rightly, and we see ourselves rightly, we can do nothing but rejoice and give thanks. And this passage is going to start with a call to rejoice. Think about verse 1 with me. It says, shout for joy to the Lord. So I don't know about you, but when I think about shouting for joy, I think about football games. Right? I'm sure many of you have been to a UofL football game. And, and what happens when we score a touchdown? Everyone cheers. Or I've gotten to see you know, a couple of buzzer beaters at basketball games. And, and what happens? Cheers just erupt. Well, this passage is commanding that same kind of cheering for the Lord from us. Only normally when someone hits the buzzer beater, right? there's a lot of cheering and a lot of crying. But this cheer is for all the earth. When we tend to think of the Jews as the people of God in the Old Testament, they were very inward, right? And that's true. Uh, They were very inward. But when God made the people of Israel, he made them to be a blessing to the nations. See, in the Old Testament, the nations were supposed to see the people of God and turn to God. And now in the New Testament, the people of God actually go to the nations and call them to turn to God through Christ. But in both cases, the call is for all the earth to shout for joy to the Lord. This is a call for all people to celebrate and worship God. And then in verse 2, it makes the command to worship even more explicit. But something that really hit me in this passage is that it says to worship God with gladness. I'm reminded of a a quote I once heard from Charles Spurgeon, and it said, Our happy God should be served by a happy people. We worship a happy God. Have you ever thought about that? I know in the world right now it can feel like there's very little to be happy about, but in God's character is happiness, and there's joy and there's delight. You know, I also remember reading one time in a book by A.W. Tozer, who I know some of you guys studied one of his books this summer, and he, he talked about a Christian's emotions. He talked about how when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, your range of emotions actually increase. He explains that, right, we despair more than unbelievers because we see 
and understand the sin in the world and the reality of hell. But we also experience a far heightened joy and a greater happiness because we have Christ and we have hope and we've been saved with glory awaiting us. The point is, and, and what struck me in this psalm, is when was the last time I served our glad God with gladness? Our happy God with happiness? You know, I get so stuck in rhythms and routines and in what I have to do next on the calendar that I forget that I get to just worship and serve the happy God and can actually experience happiness as I do so. And we can actually get so happy in worshiping and serving God that our emotions, they bellow over, right? And we start just, just talking about these things that we can no longer keep talking in prose, uh, but like Buddy and Elf, our hearts can do nothing but burst out in singing and in joy. And that's what verse 2 says. And then in verse 4, the psalm talks about entering into the gates with thanksgiving. It says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Give thanks to him. Doesn't that just sound like a person who's overflowing with joy and happiness? Uh, a person that you want to be like? I mean, when was the last time you met someone who was just giving thanks all the time that was really grumpy? Who was just like, wow, thank you for this cheeseburger. And, and thank you for this breath in my lungs. And thank you for the weather and this water. And thank you for, for clothes. And, and thank you. And that person was really upset and mad and grumpy all the time. Right? You don't meet that person. And so I don't say that to, to dismiss real times where we experience hard realities in this world. But I, I want to point out that what if we replaced our grumbling with thanksgiving? What if our mindset was always thankfulness, always serving God with gladness because we serve a glad God? Would your walk with God look different? Would your life look different? I think mine would. See, this is a joyful song, and it's sung by joyful and thankful people. And I don't know about you, but I do not emulate the people singing this psalm enough. So the question has to be asked, how do you be glad in your worship of God and thankful and praising Him? Well, the psalm grounds the happiness and thanksgiving in this reality of who God is and who we are. In verse 3, the psalm places our reason for gladness in that the God of the universe calls us His people, His sheep. We belong to God. I belong to God. You belong to God. If you have placed your faith in Christ, you are now a sheep in his pasture. You are his, you are his, you are his. And what do you think that the Lord's pasture looks like? You know, gray skies, dead grass everywhere? No, of course not. It's, it's blue skies on, on the perfect summer day with the most lush grass that goes on for as far as the eye can see. All the sheep are well fed, they're, they're petted every day. Do sheep even like to get petted? I don't know. But they're happy with their shepherd watching over them. God made you and God loves you and God holds you. You are his. That is who you are. 
and who God is, is is described in verse 5. He's steadfast in his love for you. It's not a love that's here today and gone tomorrow, but it's an unwavering love. And God is faithful through all generations. He's displayed his love and faithfulness supremely by being the shepherd that died for you, his sheep. Christ is the ultimate explanation mark on God's love towards you and his faithfulness towards you. But he also lets us experience his love and faithfulness in our daily lives. And so we personally and regularly know God's love and his faithfulness towards us, ultimately in Jesus, but in hundreds of other personal ways too. And so I think this psalm teaches us that when we see God rightly as the one who who is love and whose love is steadfast and who is faithful forever to us, and when we see ourselves rightly as the ones who are who are loved by God, who are his sheep, who belong to him and are cared for by him, then what can we do but be glad and be thankful? We have no other choice. And so as I close, I just want to press you to be reminded of who you are. Be reminded of who God is. And let that just overflow into thankfulness and gladness and pour, be, and pour it out of your hearts in worship today. And especially as we interact with people everywhere we go, pour it out on them as well. So let me just end by, by praying this psalm for us. Lord, we want to shout for joy to you, and we want all the earth to do the same. We are so thankful, God, that you have um, loved us, that you've called us your own, that you are faithful to us, that we are sheep of your pasture, and that we can worship you with gladness. Help us today, Lord, to worship you with gladness. And let us every day be thankful because you have sent Christ to die for our sins that we might have relationship with you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So until next time, thank you so much for listening to the Sojourn College podcast where we engage with God's word in a way that transforms us.